Hey there, I'm your host, Daria Daniels, and you are listening to Grown, the podcast for all things adulting. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode. It's been a minute, but I know I always say that. So honestly, at this point, I should not be saying that. Um, I think I've come to the conclusion that Consistency for me means that whenever I get inspired to make a new episode, I make it and I do that consistently. And that means for me, searching for inspiration in the most unprecedented of places and, you know, just really searching for that thing that makes me go, oh my God, that is a great idea for a new podcast episode. And that is what has gotten us to this point. I've decided to call this episode Adulting Adventures in Lagos City. Honestly, this summer has been one of the best summers I've ever had in a long time. And I was just pretty excited when, you know, this came up for me because honestly, if I tell you where the idea for this episode came, (laughs) it's just crazy to think about, honestly. Um, Okay, so basically, I was in a Siena from Maryland to Ikorodu, which is where I live. And I was just like, oh my god. Like, it was raining. It was raining cats and dogs. And then there was this man, like, by the side of the door. And, like, all the wahala, all the hustle and bustle happening in the bus. Everybody, you know, dropping their own sides of the story. And conversations just flowing freely. And I just thought, man, this is literally what adulting is all about. Being able to like just have these experiences and kind of romanticize it in your head. Because honestly, everybody for Lagos is mad. Because <laughs> like, I have so many experiences to talk about this summer. Because there was this one time that I was at the petrol station and I kind of wasn't looking at the door. I was kind of talking to my dad. So this man was walking past and i just opened the door i didn't know that he was there so the car door hit him like a bit it wasn't even that much honestly guys like this man stared me down for like five minutes straight and i just you know i didn't know what to do i was in shock i just started saying oh i'm really sorry sir this is this like i didn't think he could hear me because like the window was up and everything and i was just apologizing i was like making gestures with my hands and really trying to explain myself this man was just staring at me like i had committed murder or something honestly it was so embarrassing and so uncomfortable and i was just like what was going on here because like i many times i say sorry only for me to see this man walking away and legit we've been going to this petrol station for over 15 years that i've been living in that area so like everybody kind of knew me and my family so this man goes up to like you know a certain group of people who work there and i see him pointing in our car's direction and me specifically and it's obvious that he's reporting me and i'm like a grown-ass man why are you reporting me like for what this was to come and beat me and i was just so confused like at this point i was really pissed so when we came out of the car eventually my dad and i my dad was trying to explain to him that oh i'm actually really sorry that it was a mistake i didn't know blah 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 and then the man is finally like yeah yeah, yeah it's fine and i still see him like murmuring under his breath as he's walking away i'm just like guy like everybody's actually not okay things are actually happening like things they occur <laughs> the pressure is getting worse 
like what is going on because nah lagos is crazy guys and this is even coming from the perspective of like wild parties or things it's just that this country is actually getting under everybody's skin and in as much as you want to ignore it it's just not possible anyways i have a lot more stories like the one i just told for you guys in this episode so you know get your snacks sit down hold on tight for it's about to be a crazy ride we're just gonna take the intro and we'll be back you like juice and beef? Process of becoming an adult. Relatable topics all season long. Ginger. You know the vibes. YKTV. Listen to Grow. Out on all podcasting platforms. Welcome to Grow, the podcast for all season adulting. It's your host, Sarah Daniels. Hey guys, and we're back. Alright, so just like last episode, Bob, I wrote like a ton of notes for this one. I think what makes content so beautiful is the thought process because it's crazy how you can literally just be sitting down in like you know a very crazy situation and you know a spark just like it lights up in your head and you're just like, oh my god this would make like beautiful content for like a podcast episode or even like a youtube you know story time video but then again we all know how lazy i am on that note i actually joined um <laughs> this telegram group for lazy creatives like no cap i'm actually being serious right now <laughs> there's something like that when i discovered it i think um it was this guy named dimeji he's actually a creative that i really look up to i see his stuff on instagram all the time and i watch his videos and all that good stuff and when i saw it i was like lazy creatives and i was like yeah but basically it's just a group of creatives who work smart not hard and we still get you know beautiful results and i think that's that's you know beautiful to see but Anyways, before I digress too much, let's get into the episode for today. So uh, the first thing I'm going to really be talking about is my internship experience. I remember the last episode, you know, Power of People. On that note, actually, you guys, honestly, honestly, if at this point you're listening to this episode right now, listen to this podcast right now, and you haven't subscribed, you haven't told at least, and I mean at least, five to ten people about this podcast like exactly what are you doing here exactly what now you just have to explain to me because koyemi i don't understand you know if you really like this podcast as much as you say that you do what is going on nah like please do i do i beg do i i don't know i'm actually too big for that you know <laughs> i'm just joking no bigger big <laughs> But on a serious note, guys, because if you're listening to this episode right now and you haven't subscribed, please do that. Press the follow button. Follow us on Instagram at Grumble Podcast. Do all the necessaries. I love you guys so much and I appreciate the love. Um, on that note, a huge shout out to at the Lily Pad on Instagram because um, she thought this podcast was worthy enough to be on her feed. And I think that's like the biggest you know thing that anyone can do to show how supportive they are of my work and i appreciate it 
i love you so much thank you so much for the love i really really do appreciate it um so yeah in case you've done that and i haven't seen it or you know you even tagged me on your stories or whatever please do it again i'm pretty sure i'll see it this time and repost it and probably slide into your dms and thank you because i really do appreciate it um but yeah let's get back to the episode so last episode i talked about how i was going to tell you guys about my internship and i was going to make it like a separate episode but i feel like i don't have so much content for it to be like just like one proper episode and some of you are asking for longer episodes honestly do you know how tiring talking is (laughs) and then having to recall all these experiences but yeah thank you so longer episodes it is you know i'm gonna try my best to make it as long as like 30 minutes but you know it's really all about what you can say that limited time as long as it's adding value to somebody's life you know rather than you know just saying a bunch of i don't know irrelevant stuff just make the episode longer you know if you get what i mean anyways so my first internship was as a law firm it was compulsory for one month my school makes us do it in like um a summer of 300 level and yeah that's what i was doing for the month of august now i was actually meant to have my um internship in july which was the plan at first and when i first applied i didn't get any replies whatsoever because i interned at one of the biggest law firms in nigeria so i understood like you know why they would not get back to me on time or even get back to me at all because they probably received like thousands of emails every day from people you know asking for like proper jobs and even internships as well and then you know the asu strike a lot of people were at home people were looking for internships all of that blah 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 so um i applied around like june and i hadn't gotten any responses so i was kind of very unsettled and that's really where i wanted to work and that's the thing about me um if i really want to work somewhere or i really want something like god and i are going to be on that matter for a bit and so i remember like really just praying about it constantly and it being like a source of like numerous prayer points and I remember my parents just being like, see, why don't you just intern at the same place you interned? Because I interned in um, SS2, also at a law firm. So my secondary school did this thing where you had to intern for that summer of SS2 for you to become like a prefect and all that. See, they're really serious about all those things. But I hear that that's a thing now in like secondary school. And I'm just like, wow, you know, that's very, I think that that's good. It's really good. But funny enough, didn't have any idea of what i was doing i mean it was ss2 i didn't i wasn't even sure i wanted to study law do you understand like i didn't know what i was doing and i remember for that whole summer while i was there all i was doing was just like reading books and doing like analysis and all that kind of stuff and i'm pretty sure i didn't know what i was doing but you know my mom was like oh why don't you go just and work there again which was you know a good idea but for some reason i just i didn't want to work there so I remember just like you know asking God and praying and be like this is where I want to go and the way Nigeria works everybody knows you know um, you kind of have to have connection to get into all these places and I did not know anybody apart from God and 
honestly speaking i remember people saying like guy why don't you just apply to other places that you know which is pretty smart i mean i applied to other places i think i applied to like three other places and i got a response from one while i was you know completing my internship at this particular firm so it was kind of just like ah, this is where i really want so i wasn't really listening to people even though they were being realistic and very factual and people were saying like oh guys see just you know apply to smaller firms all of that good stuff and i was just like nah that's not what i want this particular firm is what i want and i remember just praying about it and at one point i was really frustrated because i didn't know what i was doing and the funny thing is that I kind of helped some other people, you know, in like writing letters to that same firm and everything. So I remember finally getting a response when I copied one of the partners of the firm into my mail. Now, disclaimer, this is not something you should do. Please don't try it. You know how they say on these movies and stunt shows, do not try this at home. That's what I'm telling you right now. Don't ever try this. Except, you know, the Holy Spirit tells you to or something <laughs> because honestly, I can say that that's the only thing that gave me the confidence to actually try it because um you're not actually meant to do that and you know they can actually just say oh you know this is not proper procedure we're not going to accept you but i feel like grace speaks for me and it's one thing i'm always grateful for in my work with god knowing that i can go through the unconventional way and i will still get results do you understand what i'm saying so that's kind of how it worked for me and i got the internship now on my first day i remember just like walking into this like hall at this space um conference room probably and they were like gosh i was expecting that many people i think there were about 14 or 15 other interns seated around this like long ass table and i was just like oh my god and i didn't rem- i didn't like look at people's faces so i didn't even recognize that there were a few of my classmates there so I remember just sitting down, plugging in my earphones and just being like, God, please just help me because I have social anxiety, which I've you know mentioned on here a couple of times. And just like conversing with a large group of people, you know, having to speak to those people and form friendships and connections. It's something I like to do, but I just get really anxious doing it. So it's very contradictory for me. But I think this summer I've put myself out there a lot that I'm a lot more comfortable with meeting new people and you know just getting to know people in general. So on my first day I did all of that and then later I recognized that there were a few friends and a few people from my uni. Um shout out to Adora because she was kinda just my <laughs> I don't even know what to call her. My <laughs> what do you call people said? my work relative i mean my work wife <laughs> we did everything together we would have lunch together all of that good stuff we would you know do a little bit of gisting who's who who's what 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 <laughs> all of that good stuff um i can say i actually had like an incredible experience there in terms of the people but honestly like i think first week or second week i was always like asking and begging for work and i think that's kind of how like those big firms are you kind of just have to like be begging for work and if you don't show that you're up to task nobody will actually disturb you which is how it was for me so like first second week i wasn't always asking for work except you know when i'm tired and i'm just like please i can't deal but usually i just used to ask for work 
um i think my last week was the first time i was like working late i didn't leave work until like I think 8 p.m which is the latest i've ever stayed there because it's a nine proper nine to five so i'm meant to close by 5 p.m oh duh. i remember there were a lot of people who by 12 like no cap had left the office other interns and i'm just like guy why are you ghosting you know what's tricking me i was doing miss goody two shoes you know in fact if i was going to leave like early early for me was like maybe late you know early yes that i think i've left work it's around like 3 34 and that was like my last week because i'm like eh, i just have like three days left here i think i can do whatever nobody will notice but like there are people leaving at 12 pm what's not tricking is that we still collected the same salary at the end of the day so i'm like as bob risky said good girl no they pay <laughs> i beg good girl they pay on our pants <laughs> But on a serious note, though, like there are people leaving like really early, and we all still collect the same salary at the end of the day. So work smart, not hard. Please, if not hear that from me, please, I beg. Oh. Um, okay. So I think um the best experience for me would be the fact that it was my first time earning a salary. Hey guys, I'm Courtney, and you're listening to Grown the podcast. So like normally, I mean, I was used to like getting money, like probably when I'm going back to school or just when aunties and uncles come around, all that good stuff. You know how like when um, your aunts and uncles will come to visit and probably give you money or you go and visit them. I mean, that's if you have nice family members. If you don't, sorry for you. But <laughs> yeah, so that's basically what I was used to. And I mean, I have done a few odd jobs here and there. And I also am into graphic design and just helping other people like, you know, create content and do a bit of consultation on starting, you know, their, will I say careers into like content creation and all that good stuff. So that's kind of what I was used to. And I can't say that I've never earned money for myself before, but like, this is the first time probably earning more than 20k like on my own and i think it was it felt very rewarding honestly for me to be able to say oh i made this like on my own and i was really glad because even when i was dropping my tights i just felt like ah i'm such an adult now (laughs) and i think that that's just beautiful to see like growth is actually very beautiful um so yeah that's how i felt i felt very rewarded i felt like yes i put in the work and i got paid for it and yeah that's basically it so i think the only crazy experience i can really say i had at the firm um okay so basically you know how people have like work wives and all of that stuff so there was this particular associate i don't know whether she was a senior or a junior associate but what i knew is that this babe had it out for me like and i know that people probably be like oh how do you know blah 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 blah. okay maybe not out for me specifically but like i think she just had a thing against interns so first of all this person was always scowling like i've never seen them legit pull a smile maybe like one time and this was when she was speaking to the guy that i want to talk about so anyways um all this was happening and like i remember the first time that they were introducing the interns and we got to her office so she shared an office with this dude 
and he was my supervisor I think in like my fourth week at the firm and I was just like okay so we got to the office um, they introduced us and I remember that I was standing um, on the far side because there wasn't that much space in like the office it was kind of like cubicle style and there wasn't a lot of space to go around honestly so I stood behind my friend and I remember her being like, oh, you there, why are you standing behind that person? And I was like, you know, trying to explain myself. I remember her just like typing and writing stuff as if, no, it's not how I'm speaking to her, I don't exist, which is fine. Like, I don't really care. But like, don't go out of your way to ridicule me or like make fun of me. I remember her asking my name and everything. So this is basically, you know, we've done all the introductions. So now fourth week, I'm assigned to that particular team and I'm meant to work under this guy. Now, she didn't come to office on the first day. So we went to this guy's office, myself and like two or three other interns. Once asking for work, he joked with us, laughed with us, we were talking, he got to know us, he gave us work and we did it well and he applauded us. Now myself and one of the other interns were kind of the leads on the work. For that week so it was kind of us that he was really communicating with so he obviously got to know us a bit better than the other two and the next day she came to work so we went to his office again to go and ask for work like i said earlier you kind of have to ask for work at these firms so we went and we're like oh do you have anything to give us and then i remember him saying okay introduce yourself to this person now first of all we've introduced ourselves before now She's acting like she does not remember us. So fine, let's introduce ourselves again. Not a problem. So we go ahead and we introduce ourselves again. And I remember when it got to me, that day I was having like a cold or something. So my voice came out a bit shallow. And I don't know what this person has against me. Like, I'm not even joking. I remember just being like, um, I think my, my voice came out a bit croquish. Then she was like, hey, who's that? And she just like looked up from her desk and she just locked eyes with me and i remember her just having this very off expression and i was like oh sorry it's me that i can be a little louder if you want and i remember her saying something like oh is it because of like the guy that me i am trying to form or like change my voice am i trying to like impress him or something and everybody was just like looking at her because that's very unprofessional to say and it was very odd because like what we even bring that impression like killer so they be like what did we say to reach that point you don't know me like that i don't know you either so it's kind of like what's happening anyways i think that's the only experience that i can't really say that i was just like very uncomfortable with and it was really funny to me so i remember like the next day i greeted her and then she just like eyed me and she wouldn't speak to me and i don't know they were just a very very weird honestly and i just i didn't understand what was going on because like i don't understand why should i be kind of like your competition or whatever it is that's going on between you and this person like i don't know you guys like that first of all secondly i'm just an intern thirdly i'm here for one month and i will be out of your face the like i'm not even asking you to like be kind to me you don't owe me that honestly but you owe me professionalism and like you know just respect on that level so how are you going out of our way to like just ridicule me or ask me stupid questions and stuff like that i remember her saying because when the guy was like oh you know i like this girl i think she's like mysterious and stuff and i like that she's hard working basically he was just complimenting my work and i remember her going like eh, 
where do you know her from is she like you know from your village or something and then she was laughing which was also very tribalistic because just because we are both Yoruba does not mean we are from the same place or whatever you don't even know my tribe like I didn't tell her my tribe you didn't ask me and I remember her you know having more conversations and favoring people who she found out like were from the same uni that she went to and it was just a very awkward experience honestly I just I don't know it was very off for me. I think that's the only time I was truly irritated or I just didn't understand what was going on, honestly, because I try not to have confrontation with anybody whatsoever. I'm really not the best. You know, you know how people like phone Bravado and be like, I'll beat you, I'll fight you. I'm never that person. I cannot fight you. I cannot beat you. Please. The highest I can do is, you know, exchange words. And even that is quite uncomfortable for me. So, yeah. But overall experience, I'll give it a 7 over 10. I made long-lasting friendships. I think that will go a long way. I also did a bit of networking. So hopefully in times to come, I'll be able to call on one or two of these people to say, oh, I need your help. I need this and I need that. So yeah, that's basically it. I also got to talk with one of the senior partners or from one of the founding partners actually. And that was a beautiful experience. Like, you know when there's somebody who's like genuinely down to earth, and he was telling us about like his life experiences and all that good stuff. I think one thing that stood out to me, everything that he said especially, was the fact that if you're not truly passionate about law or any career option in general, don't do it. And I know that for some people it might be like it's a luxury for him to be able to say that because he has made it in what he was passionate about, which is actually true because a lot of people don't have the luxury of, you know, being incredibly good at what they are passionate about and also being able to make a living from it but honestly i would say that if you have the opportunity you should you know try to do what you're passionate at or you know become passionate about what you're already good at it can go either way um okay what other experience um i was also going to talk to you guys about like different uber and both drivers that came across like guy there was this guy that um I think I was entering his car or something or coming out and I remember because I've seen a story like that before I think on Lagos Wild Nights or something about how like you know you closing the door and then he was like ha guy you pay for my card or something like that or if you were my sister what you just did now I won't take that from you I was like the patriarchy is really it's really shining true it's honestly showing um there also i met this man um he was a believer and i could immediately tell i don't know i feel like there's just something when you meet somebody that is you know has something in common with you you kind of just know and he had like his bible on the dashboard which anybody could have so that was not exactly what <laughs> um made me know that he was a believer um we kind of spoke a bit and you know we just jammed the gospel music throughout it was actually a really fun ride for me we got talking about like Nigeria, the economy, all that good stuff. <laughs> you know, I can't really say there's anything good about Nigeria's economy. Like I told you guys about how after collecting my salary, guy, I'm not even capping. After dropping my diet and giving my parents, you know, a few bits and tips there, guy, like less than one or two weeks, this thing was gone. And I keep asking myself, even right now. Where did it all go? Like, where did it all go? Like, if I was to make an account of how much I spent and on what, like, where did the money go, honestly? 
and that's just how Nigerian economy is. You can't even begin to explain. Honestly, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Uber drivers are actually just another 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 breed, honestly. There were people I met who would apologize for not having ACs in their car, which I thought was sweet but unnecessary. Um, there were also people who would, you know, comment on things that were none of their business. Like, I'm not even speaking to you, girl. Why are you all up in my wahala? Um, I also met this dude who, you know, would compliment me obsessively and I actually began to feel very creeped out. I remember sharing that my ride like with 10 different friends just pay guy if anything so <laughs> you know where to find me because the way this guy say oh you're so beautiful you're this you're that i'm just like hmm please um all right so my second internship was a content or a content network it was kind of like just media and all of that good stuff which if you don't know already is kind of what i'm very passionate about I did a lot of graphic design and editing and I kind of also learned new skills. I also got to sitting, you know, in the studio and enjoy, you know, how things were happening. I got to um, see them record some podcasts that you might know. I don't want to name drop, but yeah. So I also got to meet like the podcast hosts themselves, which was a very exciting experience for me. And I got to realize that honestly we're all just people and if you get to talking creatives are actually kind of the best people to have in your corner sometimes because you guys can relate to a lot of stuff the energy is there vibes bands everything is premium maybe not for every creative but the ones i've met in the last one month by year and honestly that's pretty much what i think my life will look like if i went fully into content and i think that's the plan also, I remember one thing that annoyed me the most is I actually came to realize the amount of hard work that goes into like content creation. You know, I mean, I should know because like I'm a creative, but, but I think creating content for a larger group of people and doing it from a very professional space makes them be able to like question your creative abilities more. Because like right now, everyone knows that like I'm an independent podcast host and all of that. And even though I think that people still expect a level of professionalism from my content, they don't expect as much as they would from a content network, if you get what I mean. And I remember having to redo content a lot. Like Dara, go and edit this again, take this out, put this in. And I'm not even capping. There was one video that I had to edit over 10 times. And honestly, it just wasn't it for me. I think that's the only thing that really got me pissed. I'm, But I was really proud at the end of like the finished work. But honestly, just having to re-edit and remake all of that content. It's not, it's not, it's not a joke. Um, one thing I would say I really did appreciate, apart from learning new skills and all, was the fact that it really brought out you know my creative side it really inspired me a lot i finally got a chapter two of my book on podcasting so you guys should you know, please hold out for that hopefully by the end of the year i'll actually be ready to put it out there um yeah i got really inspired this summer and i can really say that i've learned a lot 
um, the experiences I've had, I've also gotten to go out a lot more. I've kind of just experienced what life will kind of look like for me outside of uni because I've always kind of been scared, you know, underneath all the brava I do, but I kind of know what I'm doing with my life, which I hope I do actually. <laughs> but sometimes I actually just think about, you know, what life will look like outside of uni and how scared I am of branching out of my own, having to work for a living. You know, I've experienced what nine to five looks like. I've experienced what earning my own money looks like. And yeah, that has been really fun for me. I also got to really go out alone for the first time, like taking myself out on a proper date. I went to see Woman King. If you haven't seen that movie, I don't even know what you're doing. It was a beautiful movie. 10 over 10, like totally worth the hype, honestly. I don't want to drop any spoilers, but just know that it was totally worth the hype and more. As my friend would say, it was a movie and more. So it was actually a lot. Um, I took myself out. God, I tasted coffee that I did not make for myself for the first time. It was disgusting. The Lord of Jesus, that thing was not even sweet. Like, why? Why did I pay money for that? I was trying to form big girl, like never doing that again, guys. Then there was bus troubles, having been like entering um, KK. And for the first time, guys, I met a female KK driver. It's honestly, it might not be a big thing to anybody, but I was so happy. And for some reason, I just felt very safe, very comfortable. We talked the whole time because I went to visit my secondary school for the first time in over three years. And that was actually a very nice experience. Cause like when I first entered, everybody was like, ah, head girl, head girl. Cause like, yeah. Anyways, um, I met a lot of my teachers and it was um very, it was a really, what's the word now? Yeah, it was a round circle moment for me, full circle, sorry. It was a full circle moment because having them see me and actually be proud of what I've accomplished, you know, the last three years or so, you know, some of them even saying, oh, I listen to your podcast, I see your work, I see what you're doing, and we're just incredibly proud of you. And then even saying that they would, you know, invite me, you know, on an official point of view to come talk to, you know, the present set. I mean, <laughs> hearing that, I was just mind blown because I think it's so beautiful that you can come out from a space and even though you didn't understand the worth of what you were learning or doing at that particular point in time you can go back there now and people will be like oh you actually added value while you were here you did this and that and we're so proud of you and i you know some of like the students there still recognized me and people coming up to me and actually saying hi and being like oh we see your stuff we see you it was very inspirational for me and it made me want to just keep going and keep doing what I'm doing. And I hope that, you know, every single one of you who listens to this pod is able to come to that realization and keep just doing what you're doing. Even if it's one person that is impacted by what you do, trust me, you know, it is something. Like, embrace it. Keep doing it. People are going to recognize your art. And people are going to see just, you know, how incredible you are at what you do. And one day you're going to get your flowers, you know, just keep, keep doing it, keep going. Um, 
Guys, I almost got lost to I was trying to use Google to navigate Lagos. See, this life. Just really know what you're doing. It was that day. You know what I said? And then she realized it was at that moment she knew she fucked up. <laughs> Honestly, we broke up your baguette and I'm like, no, I fault all the time. But being empty for six months straight and then coming to Lagos, it's honestly not good. It's not good for your mental, your social health. <laughs> I was outside, guys, and I was doing Google Live view. And I remember imputing BRT bus stations. What did it bring me love? Normal bus station. At least I shall saw Sienna that was going to Korodu. Even though it was raining, it was muddy, everywhere was just but I know the experience where you go to a store. And you did not plan to actually spend that much money. That's what happened to me, guys. And honestly, I'm just here to manifest a very aesthetic lifestyle. All I want is to be around beautiful people and beautiful things and to achieve the destiny and purpose that God has called me to. That's actually all what I want in this life, honestly. Um, back to, you know, going to see my secondary school, I think I learned something out. In as much as a lot of people were saying, like, we'll see what you're doing. It also, I think because I'm an overachiever, it also kind of sparked something in my brain. And I was questioning whether I'd actually achieved a lot. I mean, it's been three, four years and I'm still in uni. I don't think anybody's really expecting something mind-blowing. But I think I just expected more from myself. Because I remember, ah, um, I had big plans when I was in secondary school. Hey, it was me at that computer BICT room. I would stay there for hours searching for stuff, you know, trying to make the world a better place. I was an activist. I was many things. And, you know, just looking back at that girl, I'm, you know, questioning and saying, have I achieved even half of what I thought I wanted to do? But I realized that in growing, you know, the things you wanted for yourself three years ago are not the things that you want for yourself now. And that is okay. That is fine. Your goals have changed. Your dreams have changed. And they've changed for the better. They've changed for good because now they are more in alignment with what actually wants for you. I mean, with what God actually wants for you, sorry. And yeah, I think, I think that's really it, honestly. Um, also, while I was leaving my secondary school, like, I didn't even know that it was going to come. I actually spent time with an old friend that I used to have a huge crush on. And yeah, he came over to my house, cooked, he ate. And I honestly just remembered how much, you know, fun that we used to have. In terms of like just being friends and talking, you know, those friends that you guys haven't spoken for like, you know, two, three years, but like you can just see each other right now and everything falls back into place. You're having bands, you're speaking like, you know, no time has passed. And I think that those kind of friendships are really beautiful and, you know, worth keeping. And that's kind of why I had with this person. Because we literally just saw each other. And even though it's not been three years since we last spoke, <laughs> Um, it was easy to just fall back into a rhythm and still feel comfortable enough to tell each other stuff that was happening in our lives and you know our plans and yeah it was it was fun so just you know learn how to be comfortable with you know just laughing about some of those stuff because i remember i was just laughing about the fact that 
we you know we used to have like you know a huge crush on each other and at one point we tried to date it was just a whole thing and i remember us just like digging up old memories and you know questioning some things that we decided to just leave in a box all of this time and just bringing them to light and saying okay this is what happened this is what happened and learning to just not like judge each other for it i just realized that we were young you know we understand a lot more now and you know things have kind of changed so um what has growth life summer and the year 2022 in general taught me it has taught me a lot guys <laughs> Um, it's taught me a lot about myself. I've been doing a lot of unlearning and relearning and just learning in general. And I've gotten to let go of some very um, undeserving thoughts. And a lot of things that are not serving me have been let go of. And I've also come to realize that some things that might look like they're not serving you presently will still serve you. You don't just feel like you know everything that's not serving me through it in the bin you just have to have discernment and really know your times and seasons and what is meant to happen at the next phase of your life and it's also okay if you don't have a full understanding of where you're meant to be doing right now or where you're meant to go it is all fine guys <laughs> you don't need to have it all figured out honestly speaking um yeah that's pretty much what adulting has looked like for me my birthday is in a few months, uh, next year actually. I've just been thinking of what 20 is going to look like for me and for this podcast in particular. I just want to say how much I love you guys and how much you really helped me to come out of my shell and just experience more of life and grow. This podcast has done a lot for me, especially those of you who listen to it because your encouragement, your love, your support, it really keeps me going. And I appreciate that. Before I go, I just want to say again, if you are listening to this episode, I'm coming with violence. If you are listening to this episode and you have not subscribed, I don't know what you're doing. Subscribe, follow, follow us on the pod, follow the podcast, sorry, at Insta, on Instagram at Grow the Podcast also send us fan mail send us general mail send us any kind of mail and yeah i will get back to you as soon as possible if you love this episode please give it a five star rating wherever you listen to apple Podcasts, spotify anywhere you listen to the podcast i love you guys and this is me signing out bye